This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. <laughs> if you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. I also change everybody's names. You could email me from a phony email. Uh, you could call me from a phony number. I don't really need to know who you really are. I just want to hear your true story. If you have a true interesting naughty story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous you could uh send me an email just go to strictly and click on be on the show or send me an email strictly at gmail.com <laughs> or you could go on instagram and twitter and dm me there just give me a little information about what you want to talk about if you want to just call in and confess something short i have a confessions hotline you could call over there the number is 347 420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. Uh, I change the voices of those confessions as well. And they're all aired on my Patreon. On my Patreon, I have anonymous pics of like almost all of my guests now sent me an anonymous pic. It's super interesting over there. You get all the episodes early and ad-free plus Anonymous pics of all my guests. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The links are in the description. What else could I tell you? <laughs> I'm singing this intro. I don't know why. Um, so today I have on Joe. Okay. Now Joe has been going to and participating in gangbangs. Okay. Gang bangs and orgies since he's like 20. <laughs> How did he get into that at 20 years old? He's only 29 now and he's been in that world the whole time, okay? How did he get into it so young? He talks about that. He talks about his first gangbang that he went to and what exactly happened. He talks about how like gangbangs are very different in real life as they are in porn. Uh, he talks about orgies, the difference. He's been to both, of course. He's been to sex clubs. He goes to some like gangbangs that are set up at hotels, some gangbangs that are set up at sex clubs. He talks about one time when he flew out to LA for a big set up gangbang. There was like a camera crew there and some porn stars. He named some names of porn stars that he's hooked up with and been involved in in these like gangbang scenarios. Of course, I find out how much that he, he pays for all this stuff and all the specifics I get. <laughs> it is very interesting. He's there's one guy who like sets up gangbangs too that he goes to and that guy always gets like these young hot girls to do the gangbangs because we do talk about like the demographics of the women that are there. 
what exactly goes down, what he's into. He has done everything from spit roasting to DVP to DP. He talks about why he loves DP and how it's different than doing gangbangs and what he loves about that. He talks about how he at some point was hooking up with trans women and how he got into that. Uh, but mostly we talk all about the gangbang orgy world that he has lived in. Like I said, for the past nine years, he's been there, done that. And he talks about all of the specifics, which are really interesting. He sent me in a pic too. I have an anonymous pic of Joe. If you want to see anonymous pics of Joe, <laughs> you just got to go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Joe. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Joe. Welcome to the hey. Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be on the show. Yeah, I'm glad you're sneaking out of work on your <laughs> <laughs> lunch break, talking to me in your car like a lot of people do. Um, Listen, Joe, I was like, I really hope this is the guy that's calling in that left me a confession about... Po- having gangbangs through school and putting together gangbangs. I mean, is that who I'm talking to, the gangbang guy? Uh, I don't organize them, but I do attend a lot of them and uh, partake in them often. Oh, okay. Were you on your way to a gangbang when you left me that message? <laughs> that is that is exactly true. <laughs> I was uh, heading over to a uh, gangbang event. Um, I'm part of a group that... Um, they, they tend to have events um, maybe once every couple of weeks. So that was uh, one of the events I was heading over to. Okay. Now, Joe, you sound very young, and I feel like I remember that about your confession. So how does a guy that just sounds like a young, normal dude get into attending gangbangs on a regular basis? So it all started back when I was in high school. I kind of, you know, stumbled across porn and, uh, it was a fantasy of mine. Uh, I went off to college. Um, I didn't really participate in group activities, but it was still part of a fantasy I had of mine. Uh, I came back after college, graduated, and I met this friend at the gym. And throughout conversation, he kind of briefly mentioned the topic, and one thing led to another, and uh, we went to a sex club. And that was my first experience of that kind of um subject you know we went to the sex club and i think it was sam patrick's day so we walked in there and it was a couple and i think they were visiting out of town and the husband was just choosing guys to just go out with his wife and uh, the first time i went up um it was just such a fascinating thing that i couldn't believe it was happening mm-hmm. and then i got hooked on that feeling and then uh, i met people through the different like, different events and then uh, you would get invited to parties and then it was kind of just a whole group thing. So you get messages of different people you meet at these events and it kind of just keeps you in, you know, just people that know people that have events and invitations that come in and come out, you know? Yeah. All you have to do is go to that one sex club and then boom, you're in and then it just snowballs into everything else. So let's slow it down because like, what is it like, how old were you when you went to that first sex club and they allowed two single guys in or was your friend from the gym a girl or a guy? I'm assuming it's a guy, right? It was a guy. Yes, it was a guy. And it depends on the night. I know there's certain nights that they have like couples nights. So uh, guys can go in there till I think one or two a.m. Mm hmm. Uh, but I think this night it was like a holiday uh, weekend, so it was just um, letting guys. In. They were just yeah, exactly. They were letting guys in, and uh, I think there's three levels. 
So uh, all three levels were open to everyone, and it just happened to be that I walked in on a uh, holiday weekend. So it was pretty uh, fascinating and lucky of my part. Yeah, I guess if you're like fantasizing about that, like as here you were a guy that is watching porn, you're for some somehow you come across some gangbang porn and that becomes like something that you're super into. And then is that what came up with that guy in the gym? Like you guys were talking about gangbangs or something like that? Yeah, so he was sharing a little, little bit of his sexual experience with me. And then, you know, we throughout conversation, he talked to me that he had been gangbangs and orgies and I. Uh, kind of mentioned to him that that was something that was on my bucket list and something I've always wanted to try. Yeah. And then we kind of, he kind of told me that uh, there's certain city, uh, there are certain events and places that he would go to and I, I could tag along with him whenever I wanted to. And, and one day I just decided to go along with him and he took me to this club and the rest is uh, history. <laughs> so wait, that time, that first sex club that you went to, you're in like right out of high school i mean how old are you do you remember i think i was like 20 21 maybe how old are you now joe you still sound super young i'm uh 29 okay so you're only 29 so we've been 20 years old you're single i'm assuming at that point yes i was single okay and so you go to this sex club and is the first person that you hook up there like that guy's wife is that what you went down that first time yes yeah that, that's exactly what happened uh, and then uh, so, you know, we, we hook up and there's a bunch of guys just lining up and, you know, I finish my thing and then I proceed to just walk around, hang, hang around a little bit longer. And there's a couple of girls just standing by there and, you know, I'm a little, um, tipsy at this point. So I'm more, uh, open to conversation and I try to talk to this uh, woman and, uh, the woman is like, Oh, I just, I just saw you, um, hooking up with the wife right there and i try to deny it and she's like i was literally standing right behind you with a clear view of you uh doing it <laughs> well why is that bad thing i mean you're at a swingers club you know first of all why <laughs> yeah, are <exactly>. you <laughs> why are you trying to lie and why is she trying to pin it on you i mean this isn't a first date off of match.com i mean you're at a fucking swingers club i don't understand that story what, what do you mean i don't i don't get it yeah so it was just like um it, it was just like a, something so new to me that i kind of try to uh I guess, play it down or kind of deny it, if that makes sense. And then... Um, oh, you act, were the one whole, acting like yeah. a weirdo. It wasn't like she yeah, was like, bit. oh, don't talk to me. You were just with that woman. You were like thinking you're in a straight bar somehow and you should be yeah, lying exactly. about it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just yeah okay. <laughs> kind of like a guilty conscience type of thing. And yeah. Then, um, but yeah, you know, I, over the years and over the experiences, I kind of realized that None of that matters. Most of these people that go to these events are really laid back, really uh, social. Honestly, there's really just no negativity in most of these events. Um, I do have to say, though, at first you do kind of go through certain events that are kind of more not as great just because it's kind of random people that kind of get invited. There really isn't that uh, close-knit community of sorts. But then as you start to, like, get more invitations from certain people, you interact there, it becomes a lot more safe, in my opinion, more laid back, more just positive, honestly. Right. Okay. So how do you get involved? Like that guy with his wife, I mean, do you become friends with certain people at the club? Like, or do you keep going back with that same friend from the gym? So initially, um, I mean, at first of all, I'm always like a laid back person. So I always like to interact and meet people and social. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I always give that uh, impression towards people. And, and I think people are, are aware that I'm genuine. Uh, but initially in the first 
few uh, experiences, I went back to that club and, you know, clubs can be a hit, hit or miss. So the first time I went there, it was, you know, this great experience. Next time I go back there, it wasn't that great of experience. It was mostly guys and really no, really no girls playing around. Mm-hmm. So the next few times that was my experience at these clubs. Mm-hmm. And then I started reaching out because I heard um, of a website called FetLife. Yeah. And then that's where I started exploring more of that, uh, you know, house parties and uh, gatherings of people that I, I later became friends with and would get invited more regularly through FetLife. I mean, weren't you like some hot piece of ass because you were so young in that world? <laughs> Yes, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I believe it. (laughs) I mean, because it's not normal that like a 20-year-old finds himself at a swinger, a 20-year-old single guy that wants to fuck guys' wives. Now, listen, I have all those guys on that want to see their wife with a guy, you know? (laughs) So I know that they exist, but there's not a lot of 20-year-olds that exist on the other side of things. That's why I was like excited to have you on because your story is very unique. I mean, I think it's just in the area I live in, yeah. you know, it's very open and uh, liberal that I do. Uh, surprisingly, I do see a mixture of younger guys in these events as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So I don't know if it's just because of the area I live in uh, or just it just so happens to be that younger guys are being more involved in this scene as well. Yeah, maybe that is the case. But let me ask you this. Did you tell any of your friends outside of this world what you were doing? Um, so one of them would know, I guess a couple of them would know, but I didn't really go into details. One of them was curious about this. Um, he's always been kind of curious, but he never really has stepped out into, into this world per se. Mm-hmm. So he, I, I was actually talking to this friend of mine maybe a week ago and he was kind of like just asking me questions on Live, And he's like, I, I see that you go to these events. Can you give me more details? How do you get invited? And then he was kind of just picking my brain a bit more. Right, but I mean, you're not like hanging out with your guy friends, your vanilla guy friends, like, oh yeah, I gotta go, going to the swingers club tonight, or going to a sex party, or I had a fucking gangbang the other night, it was so hot. I mean, I don't really talk, into, talk to them in detail, Yeah, yeah. but I do mention it to them, you know, some of them do have questions and are curious, but don't actually uh, take my invitation. Mm-hmm. There is times I've invited them to come along, but uh, they've just shown interest but they never actually uh followed through with the uh, interest right that's interesting but they know it's not like my whole point is like are you keeping this a secret life or are you open about it well i'm open to my friends about it uh but besides that like you know family or co-workers of course. Really you mentioned that at all yeah so you go on yeah. fet life and now like fet life is interesting because someone explained to me recently they're like you know it's not a place where you want to go to uh, hook up with people and set up threesomes or stuff, but it really is a place that you could find events and meet meetups and stuff like that. Like that's really what it's good for networking. And that's what you used it for to find the house parties and all the stuff that you uh, eventually got into to find the gangbangs and stuff. Yes, that is correct. So uh, initially I, I'm, I only heard about this website through a, a, another worker at a gym. So this guy that worked at a gym, I don't know how he brought it up into conversation, but he brought it up and then I just went online and started looking up at events near me. And then I just started going through different events. Uh, like I mentioned to you, some of these events I initially went to were not that great. You know, they're in hotels and uh, it looked like people, the girls didn't want to be there. So it was kind of just not that the best um, events I would recommend. Mm-hmm. But then as you start 
going to more, you start seeing different hosts and then you become familiar with the host and you become friends with the, uh, the girls and the hosts. And that's how you start getting invited to these uh, events that are great. Okay, let's go to the events that are great. And then how do you get into like all these, like in the world of gangbangs? Because I feel like gangbangs are different than, you know, swingers parties and sex parties. Gangbangs are a totally separate thing, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand because there's certain girls that do like to have um, game, uh, game bangs, but then also like to have like orgies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of intertwines. Mm-hmm. So certain, I guess it just depends on the mood of the girl because certain girls are in the mood for orgies on, say, Friday. But then next next Saturday, they're in the mood for a game bang. And what's so the difference it, between an orgy and a gangbang? Orgy is like everybody. There's like just tons of people, men and women, having sex all together, multiple partners, not just one person with multiple partners. That's a gangbang. Yeah, so a gangbang would be that, in my definition, would be that there's possibly one or two girls of 10 guys or more mm-hmm. having sex and then a og would be more of a balance so like maybe six girls and 15 guys or something like that you know where the uh ratio is a little bit more balanced mm-hmm. that's so, my that's my definition of uh, the difference in buffalo right so to walk me through how you wound up you know stumbling upon the orgies and the gangbangs because that really was what you were interested in you brought that up like when you were in high school you realized that you were down for that because of you know you found porn so what was your first orgy and gangbang like what were there 10 guys and one girl i i think it was at a hotel and i think it was about 15 guys one girl and it was just uh, awkward because it's like this is something you had you know desired and fantasize about but you know reality is a little different so of course uh, i think this happens a lot to people that are initially interested in this uh-huh. they have a difficulty getting you know hard because you, it's you know their anxiousness nerves did that happen to you it did it okay. really did um so it was like i guess the first time going it was more like an observational i did try to uh play but it didn't really go as planned uh, Let me tell you, if you hard. good thing you didn't go to a gangbang with my girl uh, Casey, she'd be fucking pissed, okay? Because she was a gangbang, she wants everyone to fuck her. Like she's like, oh, some guys don't get hard, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I actually heard that episode uh, earlier you? this week, and, and and I was like, yeah, that's actually what happens when you first go to these events. It's like just the emotions and the nervousness, you know. You start being self conscious, like. Am I, how am I measuring up to this person? And, you know, it, it kind of just, all these things kind of bubble up in your mind. But then as you go through these events, none of that really matters. And all that nervous, nervousness starts to disappear. So your first one, what went down? I mean, was it still hot to you watching it? Oh, yes. It, it was uh, extremely hot because, you know, it's something that I had seen on the screen on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then here I am in front, you know, yeah. in front watching it live and, you know, the sounds and, you know, just the the whole thing was just hot, you know, because it's right in front of you. And this is something you had been thinking about fantasizing for years. And it's finally happening. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't get hard. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so you didn't participate. Yeah. But I you... tried to participate, but it didn't plan out. So how many guys were at that one? Do you remember? 
I think it was at least 10 to 15 guys at a minimum. How do they get that many people at all? The, is that how many people are typically at the gangbangs you go to? That's a lot of people. Uh, it varies. So, uh, like, I'm, I'm sure you've, you've heard this uh, situation that happens throughout the guest you've had on your show. A lot of the guys say they're going to be there, so they invite a bunch of guys. And, you know, most of the guys are lying. Mm-hmm. So no, but sometimes... what happens with you? I mean, when you go, gone, are they typically the gangbangs that you go to? Are they the same people? To, or is it always different people? I want to hear your experience. There's similar faces. Uh, like this mm-hmm. past one I went to and I was uh, on my way and I called you. Yeah. There's a few guys I had seen from previous events. And, you know, uh, you start to become familiar with them. You start talking to them. You start chatting up with them. You talk about sports. You know, it, it's becomes, it becomes like a friendship, honestly. And then you get into the activities, you know. Because typically when I go to these events, it's kind of like a, when you first get there, you check in. Uh, there's like drinks and food and snacks. And then you kind of just socialize for a bit, maybe like 30 minutes or so. And then you start going upstairs to have the fun. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you start becoming acquainted with everyone. And, you know, if, if the girls see that you're there often and they, they start to recognize you, know you on first name basis same with the guys the guests as well the the host i mean i meant to say so yeah it becomes like a close-knit uh close-knit community of sorts well how many gangbang girls do you know and what are they like and what do you what are you into okay first of all i like older women mm-hmm. so this last this last event um i think there i don't know how old she was but uh, she had some gray hair but had a really smoking body. It looked, she kind of look, looked like a biker chick. Okay. But she was there with her husband. And she had nice tits, slim body. So that's my type of look, like something like like more mature. A MILF. Yeah, correct. Right. You're into MILFs. It's probably yes. because, you know, your those early experiences. I would assume in the clubs, there was a lot more older women to choose from than younger girls, right? In those yes. swingers clubs when you were there? Yes, most definitely, and you would see couples in there as well. Right, typically but, older women with yeah. couples. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. So mm-hmm. you were you had more experience with those that kind, right? Was that always your t- thing when even before you went to the sex clubs, older women? Yes, I feel like yeah, I feel like um, ever since I can remember, I, I loved older women specifically, just older like uh, white blonde hair or white gray hair type of woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. Nice, nice body tattoos. Yeah, that was my type of. That's my preference. Okay, so now you go, you start to go to these orgies and these gangbangs. Tell me some other experience. Like, tell me some specifics. Like, what was your first orgy like? My first orgy were, I, well, let me see. One of the ones that could, you know, um, comes up to my top of my mind is I went to this one in, uh, let's just say, Southern California. Mm-hmm. I went to Southern California. I flew out there. And, you um, flew out for the orgy, yeah, or were you yeah, just going correct. there for something else? No, I flew out there specifically for this event. For this How orgy. come? What kind of like event was it that you're like, I got to get on a plane and go to that? It was this popular girl on FetLife, and um, she had friends that were porn stars and whatnot. So, okay, these are important details, okay? This is why yeah. I got to get them out of you, okay? You, you got to tell <laughs> me this shit. <laughs> okay, so it's like a kind of like a famous girl or like a big person that a lot of people know or someone hot like on FetLife. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah, she she was recognized on FetLife. Um, she's no longer active on FetLife. 
but I, she, I saw her post and I saw that she was in to have an event and I saw that she was in to have some porn stars there as well. So it just happened to be my birthday weekend as well. So I just decided to just do this as a gift for me. Mm-hmm. I flew out there. I uh, met up with this friend that I had met from uh, the gym sometime before that. The one that got me into this whole thing. He he moved to L.A., so I was out there with him. Okay. And we both we both went to this event. Now, wait. Uh, let me ask you a question. Porn stars, are they going to be uh, male porn stars hanging out in the orgy in the orgy or is they gonna female porn stars or both uh female porn stars oh okay okay go on yeah and then yeah so we go out there uh we go to this nice uh i think it's like a condo and in, in, in a really nice area in southern california we text her and you know it kind of felt like a, out of a movie because there was like a bunch of guys maybe like 10 guys waiting for us to at the lobby mm-hmm. of, of the condo and then the security guy comes down he has a list he starts like telling, he starts asking for our, our, our name and phone numbers. And, you know, we walk down this like brick wall, uh, brick uh, hallway, kind of feel like, I don't know, like a secret, I don't know, secret room we're going to. And, you know, we make sure that we are who we are. And then we finally get to the uh, condo. And as soon as you walk in, you start just seeing these amazing, beautiful women just having sex all over the place. And it was just like a fantasy come to fruition you know it, it, it was like a teenage fantasy you're like were they porn stars that you knew of uh yes they were like famous yeah. porn stars not too famous they're like a middle tier mm-hmm. okay yeah. and they're all in this room now do you have to pay to get to this event i mean is someone making money off of this or is this just girls fantasy i mean uh, how do they them... get all these porn stars to show up you think they were paid and was this a paid event this was a paid event okay um, but it wasn't anything too ridiculous. I mean, it was like, uh, I think I paid $100 for this. Okay. Experience. Now, is this a very big event? Like, how many people are in this orgy? I think about 30 people, mm-hmm. at least. At okay. least 30 people. Okay. And then, um, yeah, so you walk in, and, I mean, it was kind of surprising because uh, we see a whole camera crew there, which was something that was not mentioned to us. So it was a little taken back. So the host decided to... Uh, hire a camera crew for uh, part of the night so they were recording what was going on and filming it and so it kind of just felt like i was being in the middle of a porn set honestly which was another fantasy of mine well you probably are you probably were on a porn set i'm sure that video is someplace (laughs) on pornhub right now okay i'm sorry but like what else for what other reason would they be uh, fucking filming it professionally okay unless they're gonna make money on it What? I got a copy of the um, video because the girl, she had it on FetLife for a bit, but then she, uh, she, she decided to just exit the lifestyle. So she reached out to me, and um, you know, I was in contact with her, and she gave me a copy of what she had recorded. Oh, okay. But I mean, was it a professional like film crew recording this, or just like her iPhone? No, it was like a professional crew there. Yeah. So like the whole video is edited and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, someone's making money off of that shit. I'm sorry. There's so much <laughs> porn out there that probably your parents will never see it. But I'm sure you're like in a porn video somewhere. I mean, come on. Like, I don't know. Like, that's fucked up. They didn't even tell you that they were going to be filming. Like, didn't some people have a problem with that? I mean, luckily, they were only filming her and some of the girls. Like, no, no, none of the guests were filmed. Like, oh, you weren't in it. 
you weren't like shown? none of the face shots like no no face shots were uh shown in the film so it was just the girls and uh our you know body parts okay yep. so anyway so what so how many girls do you bang and like do you get to fuck your favorite porn stars at that orgy like tell give us some details yeah, uh, so it was I think three or four different rooms, and there was a girl, there was a couple of girls in each room. Mm-hmm. So it was up to you as how you wanted to go about it, and you know, of course, you know, my my technique when I go to these events is like I want to have a sample of everything. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know, once I'm ready, I go back for the dessert, which is my favorite type of girl. <laughs> the old lady in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you like me and you need at least two cups of coffee to get you through the day or maybe even more? (laughs) But when you drink more than one cup of coffee, you feel jacked up and jittery. And then no matter what time you go to sleep, you can't get to sleep. Well, that's what used to happen to me when I drank too much coffee. That is until I started to drink Magic Mind productivity drink. It's my new ritual. Every day along with my coffee, I take the shot and it totally keeps me alert throughout the day without making me feel jacked up and jittery. It just makes me more productive, more focused, and I get more done in less time. And that's because Magic Mind has natural nootropics inside that improve attention, focus, and cognition. So if you're like me and you want to improve your attention and get more shit done, Without getting jacked up, get yourself some Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.co slash strictly and use my discount code strictanon and you're going to get 56% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. That's code strictanon. Use it at magicmind.co slash strictly now because that 56% off only lasts for 10 days. So hurry up and get yourself some Magic Mind. And if you're hearing this ad after 10 days, don't worry. You can still use the 20% off code strictanon. Use it at magicmind.co slash strictly or just go to the description and click on the link. The Fat Life girl, was she an older woman or was she younger? She was an older woman. She, she was, was an older woman. Yeah, she had uh, She had mentioned to me uh, that I think she had been divorced and had kids and she was uh, exploring her sexuality and she got into the lifestyle. Okay. And that's, that's how she got into uh, participating in um, gangbangs and then later on uh, hosting them. Mm-hmm. And then she became friends with uh, some of the porn stars and that's how the uh, porn stars were involved as well. Yeah, th- I mean, they were doing something with that video and porn. Like, I just feel like those girls probably had to get paid to go there and they were charged. Like, th- that whole thing was uh, a money-making opportunity <laughs> as well as I, sex for someone, right? I mean, come on. I, I don't blame it. Yeah, I mean, I, I could... I don't. I have fun, so that's what matters. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, so you wind up doing everybody. Everyone's doing everybody at this party. Yes. So there's like, uh, I think there's like a line for most girls. So you kind of just have to, you know, sense the energy, wait your turn, and then you know go up and uh, have your fun. What do you mean a line? Yeah. So there's like, uh, so the girls were either in the bed or on the floor, and. You know, they they were either getting fucked or sucking dick, and then there was a line of guys behind them. Oh, so it's kind of yeah. like a gangbang orgy. I mean, like, but there's like yeah. a lot of girls all being done. They're there, and then every guy. So the ratio is like a lot less women to men. That there's a line of guys, yes. right? Yes, correct. Yeah. So this this was more of like a gangbang, in my opinion, because there's more guys, more guys and girls. Hmm. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, that's where I experienced, um, a, I think I had a girl suck my dick with two other guys and I came in her mouth. Oh, so you were like lined up and she was like blowing three different guys. She was actually out. We were, we were standing up and she was on her knees. Right, right, right. And you dig that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was something different, and not nothing that I had really thought about until it was happening, and and I was pretty fascinated by that, and I enjoyed it a lot. Really, so like the the thought of you, like a girl on her knees servicing many guys, including you, wound up to be like something like a hot scenario for you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I think I I enjoy seeing woman just servicing in multiple guys and having sex with multiple guys as I'm there as well watching it and partaking in it right 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 yeah that's interesting I guess it's like a kind of thing that you would never know you were really into unless you saw it you never stumbled across that in porn so you didn't know but when it was in real life you were like oh this is hot yeah exactly and that was the fat life lady that did that yes Okay, so that was like your big orgy that stands out to you or gangbang. Let me yeah. ask you this. Have you ever had any kind of relationships with a female within the, this time period? Uh, yes. And was it someone in the lifestyle or was it someone vanilla? Uh, vanilla. So I, I try to distance myself from the lifestyle and then the relationship didn't really work. Uh, you know, she, I tried to be honest, transparent with her about what I did before meeting her and, you know, explaining to her what I had been into and try to explain to her that I was trying to pivot from that lifestyle in order to successfully be in this relationship over, but that didn't work out. Why not? Uh, I just don't think she understood or um, I think she was too judgmental. Well, you know, you probably like, I don't know. So you wind up saying to this girl, hey, listen, I'm into orgies and gangbangs, but I'm going to put that all aside for you. But I wanted you to know that that's what I used to be into. But I'm I'm going to try not to be into it anymore and just date you. <laughs> uh, kind of. It's because we she was asking on. about sexual experiences. And, yeah. You I know, think... <laughs> she was asking about sexuality and, you know. I, for once, was trying to be honest and transparent and it kind of backfired. Yeah, no. Of course. Any regular girl is going to be very intimidated by that. And I'm sorry, but, like, I'd run for the hills, too, because I'd be like, I don't know that this guy, like, you know, what are the odds that a guy that's been to tons of orgies and tons of gangbangs and has been going to sex clubs since he's in his 20s is going to be able to have a vanilla relationship with a girl and put it all to the side. I mean, do you think you could even do that? I mean, why do you think that that's even realistic for you? I don't know. I really don't know. I I think about it sometimes and I'm on the uh, flip flop. Sometimes I do think I can successfully be in a vanilla relationship, but then other times I'm like, yeah, I just don't see myself in that vanilla relationship lifestyle. (laughs) Right. But you could meet a woman in the lifestyle. I mean, have you ever met somebody in the lifestyle? No, I haven't. So uh, that's something I might be interested in pursuing more. Uh, Maybe just because I I always thought uh, as my partner being out of the lifestyle. How come? But I guess I, I I don't know, just growing up, uh, you know, family was traditional and, you know, you, you go to college, you get married and 
you know, you have a family that, that that's the expectation I had growing up and mm-hmm. still have kind of to a certain extent today. Well, so I, kinda, I mean, you could do, you could get married to a girl in the lifestyle. I mean, the only difference with the girl in the lifestyle than the girl outside of the lifestyle is that your sex life, you're going to be non-monogamous with her and you guys are going to do your thing, but no one's going to needs to know about that, but you could still get married and have kids and do all those regular life things too. Yeah. I mean, I just, that's something I haven't really thought about much. Honestly. Really? But I mean, you were yeah. nine years without a relationship with a girl. I mean, you've never had a loving, re- like you've never had a relationship with a girl. You're just having like, and not to say that you have to, I'm just wondering, like, I mean, it, that you say you've never thought about it. You had only one experience. So you've never had a girl outside of the lifestyle. Uh, I have. So I had like a uh, really toxic relationship uh, in my early years of college, which is why I, that kind of pushed me towards the lifestyle a bit, you know, uh, try to get, get away from like monogamy and explore as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth for a while. And then this other girl that I just mentioned to you about kind of left another bitter taste in my mouth. And in, in my in so I don't know. I mean, that's something I do want to maybe look into then if I want to continue this lifestyle. There's no. I think the way I look at it, it was like I keep telling myself this is the last event. This is you no, know, this isn't to be my 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 goodbye of a lifestyle. But then you know I always get back into it. So maybe I'm lying to myself. Well, no, maybe there's some sort of like conflict within you uh, about you know the lifestyle. I mean. Y- is it like something that why do you tell yourself, oh, this is the last time? Do you feel like it's just all too consuming and it is keeping you from having other things in your life? Why the putting those kind of parameters on it? I think at one point it was too consuming. But mm-hmm. now that I've you know been in it for so long, the uh, priority of attending these events is not at the top of my list anymore. So maybe that might have something to do because before I would try to go at as much events as I possibly could just because it was such a neat thing. You know, it was just fascinating to me now that it's I've been in it for some while. It's I mean, it still has a shine, but it's not as bright if that makes sense. I guess. I don't know. You just said, like, I always try and tell myself that this is the last one. So you feel like maybe you could at this point, because you've been doing it for so long, put it to the side for a relationship and you would be okay. Yes, I think I I could do that, actually. Mm -hmm. And you'd want to be monogamous? You could be? Uh, That's something I I, I thought about. I'm not really sure how to answer that because at times I can't. But then, you know, I I think about it more. And, you know, in my day to day, I'm like, I don't know if I can (laughs) I like to be social, I like to just interact and flirt and, you know, just be uh, open at times. And, and, and that can be conflicting with a partner. Well, okay, no one cares about this stuff. People are probably like, how they get back to the gangbangs and the orgies and the swingers <laughs> parties and all that. Like, tell me more information about that. Like, how does it, like, do you just get hit up in your inbox on, are you in the know of all the, like, the best parties and stuff? And, I mean, I think you said you go, like, almost every weekend, no? Yeah, at one point I was going every weekend, but now I've kind of uh, tailored a little bit down. Mm-hmm. I go maybe once once every two to three weeks now. Uh, the group I'm part of has a uh, Discord channel, so the guy sends us a message, uh, and then he just lets us know, like, hey, I'm having a party this weekend. Let me know if you'd like to attend. And then he sends pictures of the girls that are going to be hosting the event. And so what are the like the demographics of the girls? I mean, I know what you like. Is there anything mm-hmm. that you don't like and that you're like, oh, you know, no thanks. And you pass on it. Uh, 
Not necessarily. You know, um, I think I think these girls, for the most part, are younger, which is a little bit shocking because my first gangbangs were typically older women, mm-hmm. not so attractive. But this this guy uh, manages to get these really gorgeous looking women, you know, younger as well, which is so shocking. You mean so the new guy? So there's a guy now who's like a gangbang coordinator. That's the guy I want on yes. my show. So there's mm-hmm. a gangbang coordinator, and he sets up these gangbangs that you go to, and he gets very hot young girls. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but then there's other girls that he doesn't publicize because they are regular people. Yeah. So you know, you, you go up to these events expecting four girls, but then you get there's like eight girls, four of them which were not publicized because a they're you know, married to someone or B, they just want to keep it, you know, uh, on a down low. Uh-huh. So that's, that's, that's the type of structure that comes with these, uh, parties. You know, you expect they're going with one thing, but then you actually show up and there's a whole different, uh, different thing waiting for you. Do you have to pay to go to those gangbangs? Uh, sometimes you do. And how much are they when you do have to pay? Um, it varies. So depending on the crowd he has and the type of host he has, um, because some of these girls are only fan models, so they 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 record and um, I don't know how popular they are, if they are popular, but uh, it varies. So if he has more girls, it's going to be anywhere between one fifty to two hundred dollars. Oh, that you pay? He, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it's I'm talking about like ten plus girls. Right, and now that so you go sometimes to a place and there's ten girls. So these are a lot of like so these are like gangbangs with one girl. They are always like multiple girls. Uh yes, with this guy, with this guy, uh, guest, there is multiple girls. Uh, I would say, at a minimum, about three girls, which is what I started with when I went to these parties first, and then it's slowly been expanding. And where so does he been... have his parties? So he has a house that he rents. So it's like a, a house. It's like a, in a residential area. You know, you show up and uh, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't have guessed what's going on. It's like a typical suburban area. It's a, I think it's like a two-story house, nice kitchen, uh, about three or four bedrooms upstairs. And, yeah, that's where all the magic happens. Right. So you go in and, like, you go up. How long do these gangbang orgies last? Uh, about three to four hours. Really? Yeah. But he has a weird schedule because he tends to schedule them on the Sunday. Sunday roughly at 1 p.m., which mm-hmm. is a little off because... Before meeting this guy, all the events I would go to were in the nighttime. Yeah. So that was a little different. So um, I think but that also adds elements of how people get to know each other more and you become more familiar with them. Because you have more, you have the sunlight, people are more to socialize, in my opinion, when it's during the day versus the nighttime. So you prefer them now? I do. It, it kind of grew on me, uh, this schedule that he has. So what other kind of details can you tell me? Um, let's see. I've done DP, DVP, uh, spit roasted girls, uh, come on girls. I've, I, I fucked porn stars in the past. Uh, can you give names? Names? Um, let's see. I don't know if you know who Kitty Jaguar is. Kitty Jaguar? No, but that's yeah. okay. Kitty Jaguar. Okay. Yeah. If, if, yeah. If you look her up, um, you know who Ashley Barbie is? No, but I don't know. I'm like, oh, I don't know these people, but other people might. Ashley Barber. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and then uh, there's actually another event that's coming up that I'm planning on flying out to, uh, which is a masquerade uh, game bang event in Southern California with a different host. And um, the host just reached out to me uh, and was saying that there's a, a couple of different porn stars are scheduled to go as well as one that's pretty big name that might potentially go that she's good friends with. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited for that event, you know, uh, especially because this porn star is one of my favorite porn stars since my teenage years. Uh, I don't know if I should mention her name or not. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. But she's going to be yeah. there. Uh, it's not guaranteed, but uh, I was told it was a possibility that she would be there. Right. But there is two other porn stars and there are going to be there as the host of the night. And they are specifically wanting to be King of Magda and uh, uh, DP'd. And do you like DP, spit roasting, all that shit that you do? Oh, yes. I love it. You I love, love it? it? I just, yeah, I love it. You know, you kind of you kind of synchronize with the other guys. It all becomes one, if that makes sense. You know, I guess no I've one's never heard that to, before. No one's trying to like, you know, uh, outdo the other person. It's kind of just you work as a team collaboratively to enjoy the moment. Oh, that makes sense because maybe when you are doing a gangbang, it is kind of like a competition. You're separate and solo, whereas DP, you're all together. Is that what you yes. like? Is it that's the difference? Well, I feel like as you start to go to these events more, it's no longer about um, outperforming, if that makes sense. It's kind of just making coming as one team and, you know, performing together so all of together. these so even the gangbangs the orgies all of it you feel like it you're all together in this on the same side nobody's like in yes. competition or anything exactly it's like everyone's just trying to enjoy the moment helping you know helping the girl over to your dick and vice versa and you know just taking turns you know there's no like shuffling there's no rudeness everyone's just trying to have a good time and you know uh, be positive and you know collaborative of, of this moment yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. Sense. yeah, yeah. And DVP, that's double vagina. That's two guys in the same hole, right? <laughs> yes, that is. Yeah, that's what it is. So you're fine with crossing swords and stuff. Do you ever hook up with guys? No, I haven't. Uh, I never did. Uh, you know what? I take that back. I did. Um, when I went to the sex clubs, it's part. Of, it's the sex club was in a. Um, it's in a big city. That's very open. So you would see. Uh, guys are, are trans i guess mm-hmm. and some of them are really like passable so you know at that moment just because i've been curious i had been curious at that time to experiment with that uh-huh. I, i've done it but i don't do that i haven't done that in some time now right so you just did that they they were hot they were trans women you were down and it was fine i mean did you blow them or did they blow you no they blew me okay so that was something you were open to? Yeah, um, because uh, the guy that introduced me into this role, that was one of his things as well. He was really big into trans women. Mm-hmm. And I kind of mentioned it to him. That's actually how, how the whole conversation started. You know, uh, this whole lifestyle thing, he kind of mentioned to me about trans, and I kind of told him that I, I've, I've been curious of trans women and never experimented with that. And that's how the whole ball got rolled into this lifestyle with him. Yeah, that's crazy that all from the mm-hmm. guy that you met at the gym got yeah. you into all the stuff and really changed your life. Because, I mean, most people don't experience all the things that you've experienced. 
Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, and it, it just becomes it's a little uh, crazy to think that people don't really have open conversations about sex and more than anything settle on you know monogamous relationship and don't experiment. You know, we live through we we live through our lives not really realizing and experimenting and getting out of our boundaries. And you know, I'm glad I, I was able to do that in my younger life and still do it to this day. Yeah, totally. And I'm surprised you have never met, because you said that there's like younger girls around. I'm surprised you haven't met someone within the lifestyle. I mean, do you have a lot of friends in the lifestyle? Not so much. Uh, so like the only friends I really have are the ones I met through the um, game banks, but I don't really reach out to them and socialize with them uh, outside of those events. Mm-hmm. I have like, a, I, I like to work out. I'll have a, I try to d- live a disciplined lifestyle work, workout, martial arts, uh, running and all that stuff. It's what I live for. And, you know, I try to li- live in that structure. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, and then I go to these events and that's where I socialize with these people. Right. But everything's compartmentalized. Like that's that part. When you're there, you're in that world, when you're working out and you're in that, other, you know, you're in your other world. Exactly. That's, that's the uh, best way I would uh, explain that. Right. And what about condoms? Do you like when you go to all these events and these, you know, are there rules about condoms? Yes. So um, it depends on the events. So uh, one of the sketchiest places I've been to was like this game bang I went to and the girls were not that great looking. And uh, I saw on top of that, I saw the host and the girls were not asking for a test and you could just raw dog. And that was pretty scary to me. Right. So but, you prefer uh, some, when it's done safely? Uh, actually, if it's done safely in the manner that either uh, A, the, the host and the guys are tested, then of course I would go ahead and do raw dog, which is something I've been exploring more recently just because I've been hesitant about it. But I, get, I, I just started to feel more comfortable recently and I've been able to go to these events and take in my test and the host makes sure that everyone has tests done within a uh, time frame and we could go raw dog. Right, but when you weren't comfortable with that, you always use condoms. That is, that is correct, and certain parties have a condom um, condom rule. You know, mm-hmm. some of them have uh, required condoms for everything. Others require condoms for uh, just for sex. Others require condoms for uh, you know anal, or you know, it just varies. There's no really set standard of rules. It, it just varies per host and per girls. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And- and is there anything left on your bucket list? Because it really sounds like you've sort of been there, done that. Is there something that you're still dying to do that you haven't yet? Something that I've been curious about recently, uh, I guess, would be pegging. Okay. You being pegged, right? By a guy yeah. or a girl? Well, by, you can't be by, by a, a guy. Duh. I'm so dumb. <laughs> by a woman. <laughs> Correct. Okay. By a woman. Um, I've, I've had... Um, I had a massage. What is that called? Um, Prostate massage. Yes, I yeah. had that recently, and that was a uh, that was a different experience. And so I, it got me thinking. Maybe if I go a little bit more down that rabbit hole, I could experience a more intense experience. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean. I mean, there's like if that felt good, uh, that would, the pegging would probably feel good. Who gave you the prostate massage? Where that happened? Um, I, I would go to these massage parlors and I met this girl and, you know, she just offered to have one and, um, that's where she, and, my, and she asked if I ever done one and I told her I never experimented with that. And, uh, she went ahead and, uh, offered that service to me mm-hmm. and, uh, and I was just fascinated by that whole 
by that whole experience and it got me thinking i'm like i should do this more and be i might want to be uh interested in doing pegging as well right and now are you yeah. still on fat life i am actually mm-hmm. would you want to nah. give out your fat life for people to find you or no i don't know if you want to do that i don't know it's up to you i'll edit it out if you don't want to it's no big deal sure yeah i mean people could find me at my fat life my fat life handle is uh, m-i-g-i-9-3-1-1 M-I-G-I-9-3-1-1? Correct. Yeah, that's my handle. Okay. And now, like, what's your stats, like, if you had to describe yourself? Like, do you have a big dick, a small, you know, like, are you like the I'm guy average... at the gangbang with the big dick? I don't have a big dick. I have an average <laughs> dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so th- th- this is for all those guys that think you need a big dick Yeah. go to these events. You don't. Yeah, I, I like mean, that. You do see good. guys. You do see guys that have massive dicks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And um, initially, that's that's something that you're self-conscious about. But then as you go to these events, you kind of just, you know, you, you don't think about it much. Um, but, yeah, you, you could have an average dick, uh, even a small dick. I've seen small dicks in, in the uh, game bangs I've gone to. As long as you're comfortable uh, with yourself, you enjoy the moment, and you're being positive, everything's going to go well. Right. Yeah, that's important to tell people because I mm. think some guys would think, oh, it's just, you know, you got to walk into a gangbang and every guy's got a big dick. You know, that's like, yeah. <laughs> that's maybe what you see in porn. <laughs> yeah, realistic, real life is not like that. You, you, maybe out of 10 guys, you see like two guys of like massive dicks. Yeah. In yeah, my yeah. experience. Yeah. And like you said, with this, the the reality is sometimes you go to some and they're not as good. People can't perform. I mean, it's not like always uh, top of the mountain, the perfect hot scenario. I mean, right? It's like any other sort of experience of going out to a party or a regular party yeah, exactly. or not. Sometimes you go to them and they're great. And then you're constantly chasing the dragon trying to get that really great one again. But it's not fucking great all the time. Nothing is. Exactly. Yep, exactly. You got to just go in there and hope for the best. And if not, then just make the best of this uh, current situation. But as a 29-year-old guy, Joe, my last question to you is, do you have any idea how many people, you, how many women you've had sex with? Could you count? Like uh, hundreds? Thousands? I stopped counting. I stopped counting. Uh, at least, <laughs> I'd probably say at least hundreds. Hundreds? Hundreds of yeah. girls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just sound so innocent, yet you've done so much. Can you send me pics? If you have any, like, pics, fat life pics that you want to send for my Patreon members, I don't know. Nothing, nothing like, X-rated. But do you have pics of yourself on your on your fat life? What do guys do on fat life? Do you have pics? I don't have, I don't have pictures of myself physically um, or showing my face. No, I don't. Life. So, so yeah. right, right. No, what do you but show I do have pictures of my, uh, of course, I have a picture of my, my dick. Oh yeah, no, no, I don't yeah. want pictures of your dick. Yeah, exactly. I I'm like, I don't think women want. I don't think women are happy about getting. No, let me tell you. Every now and then, I mean, you would think, considering what I do and what I'm talking about, that I get a lot more dick pics than I do. Most people get that I'm just a host of a show and I'm curious by nature and I'm having you know these kinds of conversations, but they're not like oh you know no one's horny here. Like we're just having like real conversations. So I don't typically get guys that send me dick pics, but every now and then somebody will be like, I'll be like, oh, send me a pic for my Patreon. They send me a dick pic. I'm like, no, I, there's no dicks in pics. Okay, I don't do that on my Patreon. I don't have an OnlyFans. That's not what we do here. I do like you know R-rated stuff. The girls always send me in hot pics. But the guys, I mean, it's, uh, I didn't know if you had, like, I don't know. Yeah, so don't don't bother sending me in pictures. Thank you so much, Joe, for calling in and explaining your professional gangbang orgy stories. I feel like you have 
so many that it's hard to get really specific about some. It was like a nice overview of what goes down, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just have so many that it's pretty hard to uh, pinpoint one that, you know, highlights uh, or that comes to my mind. The only one I brought up was the one in L.A., which is just something that kind of was just fascinating to me and uh, jumps at me at this right, moment. Right, 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 because you've been there, done that, and now you have that one coming up that you might go to. But anyway, thank you, Joe. Thank you so much for um, calling in and wait until you hear your episode. It'll be up uh, very soon, so k- stay tuned. All right. All right. I look forward. Thanks so much. Thanks for calling right, in. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.